Welcome to Cocktails for You, where three furry friends shake things up through various mixology adventures. Come join them on their quest to drink like a pro. And when you came inside, dear, my heart grew light and this old world seemed new to me. You're really swell, I have to admit you. Deserve expressions that really fit you. And so I Hello and welcome to another episode of Cocktails for You. My name is Brooks the Doggo and joined with me today are my best friends, Roken and Corvick. How's it going, guys? We're fighting right now to see who can say it last, <laughs> but apparently I lost and Corvick has won. I'm doing fantastic! It's okay. We already know pandas are the best. We've been over this. That was panda, some panda, awkward, panda, panda, panda. awkward dead air. I was like, <laughs> is Discord? Am I offline right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Brooks. Brooks the doggo. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn TD. You really got Hunky my... Brooklyn, your hearing needs to be checked. You guys got uh, my anxiety way up there. <laughs> It'd be great. It's like, and here with my two best friends, Silence. Silence. Yeah, basically. You know, there's a song for that. <laughs> Enjoy the silence. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I'm doing really good today, Brooks. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. I'm really excited for today's topic. Me too. Uh, Me three. So, guys, do you know what today's topic is? What we're talking about? Do you know anything about it? Well, today I, we're going to be I, doing a brief history and a bridge to history brought to you by Books the Doggo and Cocktails for You, The Last Word. Ah, that's a drink that uh, uh, my area has some history with. It is, what? and we are going to talk about that. But guys, before we get into it, what do you guys know about it? Without going into too much details, I just kind of want to know... Me, me, I know some stuff about it. I know some stuff about it. Before Broken jumps in, because I know he knows very much about it, I personally have never had the last word, and I know that you both really enjoy it. So that's what I know about it. Ah, well, yes, that is true. It is a favorite amongst us two, and hopefully you as well at some point when we shove it down your gullet. Not really, Charlotte. You can drink it willingly. No. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna shake my head i would try it i would try it but uh so let me paint you a picture all right back then brooks and myself didn't know it was prohibition times right but we were doing the charleston right (laughs) the year is 1920 okay so this drink is classified as what's called a, a prohibition era drink so this is in the 1920s, there might be some earlier record of it that's debatable, but the drink is credited to uh, being founded or created at what is called the Detroit Athletic Club, or DAC. It is a members-only club that was dedicated to gentlemen, you know, with exercise, fitness clubs, social was, clubs. It was so the well-to-do businessmen, well-to-do people. And it still is today. I actually now. tried <laughs> to join a few years ago, um, but I decided not to for financial reasons and also the long wait list at the time. Um, but it is really sweet building. Um, it is over a hundred years old. I think the building um, it's super cool. The original bar that this drink was created at, unfortunately, no longer exists in that building. The building had several renovations, 
but you might be able to find some black and white photos from the 20s and 30s of that bar. Ah, Brooks is shaking his head, screaming. It is true. I mean, we did a little bit of, you and I did do a little research ahead of time because we got curious while we were doing it. We did have bigger plans for this episode that didn't pan out that involved sending Roken, our field agent, over to the Detroit Athletic Club to find out how much they knew about that drink. Uh, they will not allow non-members into the bar, unfortunately. It is true. We really pushed, but they're like, no. So they were like, who are you guys? Who the hell are you? Why What's do you want to come in here? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> here, E621. That's how you can find out. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Anyways, but as you mentioned, this is a prohibition era drink, and it did come out in the 1920s. Uh, and it was served at the Detroit Athletic Club, and it was made famous by a famous vaudevillian actor, Frank Fogarty, also known as the Dublin Minstrel. The cocktail. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know anything about him. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna go into too much detail about him because he really is just. Uh, the reason why he made it so famous is that he kind of went around from uh, he had it at the Detroit Athletic Club and he went around to other bars all over America and talked about it. And that's kind of how it became popular. And it actually made its debut in Ted Saucier's Bottoms Up book uh, that came out in 1951. And but after the turn of the century, it pretty much faded into obscurity. Honestly, I do not think we'd have this drink today without the help of one Mer Murray Stenson. Yeah, Murray Stenson. At Murray Stenson, yeah. At the Zigzag Cafe in Seattle, Washington, which is actually a favorite area of all of ours. We all like Seattle. Am I right? I love we Seattle. Are, and hopefully come January, we may be up there visiting. Yes. But in she's 23. She actually stumbled upon Ted Saucier's Bottoms Up and brought it back from extinction in 2005. To be fair, Todd Saucier's book was from the early 50s. Yeah. In his book, he actually said Detroit Athletic Club was the first one to serve it roughly 30 years prior. They actually found an old menu with the last word on it at the Detroit Athletic Club. And do you know how much it was back yes, then? Yes, I, I do. Mind you, 1916. It was the most expensive drink on the menu yes. for a whopping. Ready? Are you guys ready to sit? I'm so excited. 35 cents. Oh, my God. It's too expensive. <laughs> how much candy you could get it back then for 35 cents? That is roughly how much in today's money? That's I don't a good know. Question: What was the year? Roughly nine dollars in today's money. I mean, that would make sense. Ah, uh, yeah, but that be, is definitely yeah, not yeah, nine dollar drink is now. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's roughly nine dollars in today's money with inflation. However, the purchase power of thirty-five cents back then was probably significantly higher. Yep, I would definitely agree. Uh, but so we have to think them for bringing it back and now we are graced with once again the last word which is probably one of my favorite drinks 
simply because it is one of the easiest and what I would consider a core cocktail to learn because of its ratios and how you think about it. Would you guys? And how do we think about it? Well, have you ever heard the old saying, something sour, something sweet, something bitter, something neat? Yes. I have, yes, actually. That is the core components to this drink. So, before we reveal it, what do you think the something sour is, Corbick? I really don't know, because I don't know this drink. <laughs> something sour? Um, if I'm thinking drinks, lemon think about it. juice. Yeah. yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. What do you think something sweet is, Brooks? Oh, that one's easy. Maraschino liqueur. Boom. What do you think the something neat is? Rogan. I'm going to say gin. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, woo, we're on a roll. And what was the last part? Bitter. Something sour, something neat. Some. Oh, that's going to be easy. What do you think the bitter thing is, Corbick? It's unfair for Brooks and myself. We know this drink. I don't know. Uh, it's a very, I will say this. It is probably one of the ingredients that makes the drink very expensive. Yeah, it does. It, this is the most expensive component of the drink. I will give you a clue. Two clues. It's made by French monks. And if you know anything about the company, and it's actually really cool if you read about this company that produces this, um, it's made from certain herbs and spices that are still kept secret for the last almost 500 years. So secret that, in fact, the company that owns it doesn't actually know what goes in it because the monks buy more spices some years, less spices some years, so they always keep the exact amount that goes into this product a secret. That's exciting. I have no idea. Like, I, I, I recognize it's what you're talking It's green chartreuse. About. Green chartreuse. Yep. And it's made with 150 different herbs and spices. And they wow. truly do keep it a secret. They are given complete control over the it purchase. Is, it's very complicated. And they buy more, they buy less some years. So every year it's slightly different. So the, the company that owns them actually really doesn't know what's in it. Exactly. They know, they can probably figure out the herbs and spices, but they won't know how much each one goes into it. This has been a guarded secret for hundreds of years. It's really cool history about chartreuse. But I'm sorry, I digress. We're not no, talking about chartreuse. That can be a whole other I mean, episode. It is, Back to the last word. It is can be an entire episode on its own. And that's kind of why I kind of love this drink is because it was the drink that almost was not. Because it almost got brought to extinction. It, had, it honestly was. This yeah, drink. It really went, did not exist for what for, 50 for, years yeah, almost. almost 50 years it was gone and this no, is a drink that went disappeared yeah and actually a lot of these fancy cocktails that we enjoy today are derived from this drink you want to know why because you can literally take these ingredients mm -hmm. you remember how i said something sour something sweet something bitter something neat that is kind of how you would interchange those ingredients to make a different cocktail and it is literally the easiest ratios you can remember. It's one to one to one to one to one. So it doesn't matter what your ones are. If you want to make it extra strong, you can do it. If you want to make it a little, you can. It's literally, I do one ounce, one ounce, one ounce, one ounce. That's my rule of thumb. But you could literally interchange probably two of these ingredients. And you could create a 
Another favorite drink of yours and I, Rogan. Can you guess what it is? Mm. I talked about it in the blue drink episode. Oh, crap. Uh, forgot. I'll give you I feel another so bad. Come fly with me. Come oh, duh. Aviation. Away. Yes. You can literally oh, change two ingredients that. in this drink and you get an aviation. Mm. How cool is that? That's why I love this drink so much. It literally is a core cocktail. That is why it's on my top list. It really is. If you look at my bio, I talk about it. It is a core cocktail of mine. <laughs> it is a core cocktail. I think I like to think of it as a, a tree trunk. And then all these other drinks are the branches that have come off of it. Yeah. It's like Unky Brooklyn. All the tree other branches trunks, come off of it. All the other branches? You know, that could be a fun episode, guys, <laughs> is also talking about extinct drinks. I do. I think, uh, well, we could talk about drinks that almost were extinct. Well, there's actually some that are extinct that you cannot actually drink them anymore. Really? Oh. That would be interesting to research. I actually, I, I tried to recreate one once in one of our, I think it was in our early episodes that aren't released. Was it? Oh, well, then mm -hmm. we will save that for when you guys open the vault or when we yep. open the vault. But guys, that is an abridged history brought to you by Books the Doggo and Cocktails for You and their hosts. Coming to a bookstore near you. Coming to a <laughs> bar near you. Please buy us drinks. Yeah, buy us a drink. I mean, technically we are going to F by the time buy this us out, a sure. drink and Brooks we'll will be, sing you a we'll song because that's just Yeah, we will be at a Trader Vicks. Yeah, we're Doo -doo -doo -doo. having a meetup at Trader Vicks. If you want additional details about it. You can PM me and I will give you those details and I will invite you to the group. Also, do we have, I'm just curious, do we have like a dedicated, uh, I know we're not going to say it over the air because it's a private invite for Trader Vix, but have we locked that in? Uh, well, as of this recording of this podcast, we do not have an exact date on when we're meeting up. The hope is Thursday evening, but we are still waiting for FWA at this time to oh, yeah. tell us when our whiskey tasting panel is, which is kind still of a, waiting. It's kind of why it's kind of being held up. I would love to just go ahead and announce it, but I don't want to. Gotcha. It's understand understandable. But you guys, thank you for coming and thank you for uh, sharing this brief history, this brief moment in time where we talked about this amazing drink. And today, in honor of the name of that drink, I will let Roken have the last word of the evening. Ooh, stay in school, treat your mama right. Oh, wait, no, that was what uh, Mr. T <laughs> said in his rap song. No, the uh, best drink in the world is the one that you enjoy. Hashtag no judgment zone. We love all drinks equally and people and furries. Unless it's, Unless it's four locos. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like four locos. I'm sorry. I hate four locos. I'm joking. If you enjoy those, by all means, just not for me. Negative. I remember I brought that to your house that one time. That's another story for a different time. That yeah, should be a good story for the in person right before, one. Right before I got married. Yeah. Uh huh. You almost didn't get married because of that drink. Just kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. That is another story. Well, actually, Brooks. that should be a podcast episode, stories. 
It should be. So anyway, I would also like to remind our listeners that we do have a website. If you'd like to learn more about us as hosts, as about our podcast, as about our mission. Also, you can visit us at cocktailsforyou.com. That's F-U-R-U.com. Um, we have our emails there, so you can always shoot us a question or you can recommend suggestions. We have a Discord, which we are often on, so you can always talk to us there. We have a Telegram group, which is growing, by the way. I'm super excited and happy to see every day. It seems like we've got new members and lots of like fresh ideas. It's, it's fantastic. and some really great community that's growing quickly. And uh, Brooks, I'll pass it back off to you for your fine, wise words. Hunky Brooklyn time. Oh, you want my uh, weird uh, saying of the day? You know what? I'm excited. Since this is your episode, I would love to know your weird saying of the day. If it's anything about farming, Brooks. So happy. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Oh, but anyways, yes. Uh, as I was imagining things. Um, about farming? You were imagining farming <laughs> right now, huh? Farming a particular kind of crop. For our <laughs> listeners, he's referring to something that's not a good thing. Well, it's not a bad thing. It's no, just it's a dirty a thing. thing. It's just a dirty it's thing. Not it's not something, something we, we want to talk about here on radio. No, it's not something that we'd want to represent in certain lights. For uh, well, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's a thing. You know, you just... Uh, Wick, whack, patty, whack, give a dog a bone. Literally. Bone is the emphasis. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the best right, drink Brooks. in the world is the one that was brought back from extinction. The last word. How's the that one? Word. I like it. Sounds good. Me I like too. it. But anyways, guys, that'll wrap it up. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take All care, right. everyone. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay fresh. Bye-bye. Thank you for visiting Cocktails for You. See you next time.